This week on Moonshine and Music. You, um, when you started doing music, what, what made you get into it? Where, where did that happen? It all started because my dad was creating hip-hop before I was. And um, my family's very musical. Uh, in particular, they love soul. Yeah. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Said I can't even get myself a letter, nah. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 19 of Moonshine and Music. I'm your host, Joe Shelton. It's great to be with you here today. Our sponsors for today, Eat New Media. Go to eatnewmedia.com and check out their website and all the video projects and things that they can do for you. Also, we want to thank Brent Smith, who was uh, the host for these episodes. Uh, we had we got to shoot them in his house, uh, out in his back area, with a lot of people around watching, and it was really fun. And you're going to hear some of them here in this episode, because Chris Mack really gets the crowd quite fired up. And you'll see that he's very, very, very exciting and likes to keep moving. And uh, he, he really does a great job with the performance today. And he's also got a great message to, to send out there to everybody. And so I think you'll really enjoy that. And why should we wait around any longer? Why don't we just get right into it? Moonshine and Music starts right now. Welcome to Moonshine and Music, Chris Mack. What's going on, man? <laughs> man, it's really cool to have you here. Um, we uh, on this show we try to get to know artists a little better. Mm -hmm. uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, uh, where you were born, you know, all that Yo. stuff. Well, we aren't too far from my hometown. I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, I'm a Southsider, so went to you're, Franklin. You're right here, man. Yeah, okay. this is this is kind of home for me. You know what I mean? Like if <laughs> if I was still living with my parents, I could drive and get home in like seven minutes. Yeah, it's pretty close. So, uh, what did your parents do when you were growing up? Uh, my dad, he drives trucks, still is, and he was during that time. Um, and then my mom, she works for an insurance company. She works for uh, Liberty Mutual. I see. Yeah. And so, and you went to Franklin Township. Yeah, Franklin Township. Uh, a lot of people get that mixed up with uh, a Franklin, school. Indiana. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I, well, why didn't I see you at school then? Because uh, you're thinking of the wrong Franklin. <laughs> yeah. But I was wrong there one. since the second grade. Originally, I was in downtown Indy. We moved to the west side, relocated. And um, from that point on, man, I just got real familiar with this area. So when you told me that it was near Garfield Park, it reminded me of when I played basketball with my cousin. That was the only time that I played in the league, and I was terrible. <laughs> I was terrible, man. I know not many people would expect that, but I was terrible. <laughs> oh, we would expect you to be a baller? Is that oh, what you're yeah, saying? Bro, most people, most people do it off the pigment, man. Most oh. people will look at the pigment. I, I know, I know. But most people will look at, I mean, I even took a trip to uh, East Asia one year, right? And um, 
the culture there loves and embraces basketball skill and talent. And so almost every person that I walk, walk to, um, especially the, the guys, if they were into basketball, they would approach me and talk to me about it. <laughs> and you're like, dude, I'm not good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they asked me to play one time, and I'm like, well, you might regret that. <laughs> They're better than me, man. <laughs> I, when I was young and I was you know, more athletic, I, I had the opposite effect. They'd look at me and go, yeah, that guy can't play. <laughs> and I, I, I wasn't bad. You know, I wasn't yeah. like you know, MJ or anything, but mm-hmm. I was actually a pretty good shooter. Um, and man. so it was like deceptive. You, yeah. know? you ever see that movie, White Man Can't Jump? I have. Like the dude comes like, <laughs> like they, I was that guy. I was the guy that bring in. You know, had the heat, we need to man. bring him in because you know, he, mm-hmm. he looks like he can't play. And that's the thing. You know? That's how you get people. Yeah, you know. Uh, so I know you uh, live up in Muncie now, is that right? You're going to Ball Correct. State? Correct. Yeah, so I um, graduated Ball State 2015. All right. Um, and I studied communication, uh, organizational communication in particular. And when I graduated, I told myself, okay, time to go back home. That did not happen. Um, I worked <laughs> with a uh, student ministry on campus called the, uh, the Impact Movement. They uh, worked closely with crew, and uh, it was all about um, going out, sharing our faith, uh, Christian faith, and then uh, getting students connected with Bible studies. And um, so I decided to do a year interning for that. Um, Those organizations were key in me growing in my faith, and um, I wanted to invest and to give back. So I finished a year doing that. Uh, I come back from a, a mission trip in Detroit, and I say, okay, now it's time to go. But there's two things that, that, that kept me from that. One, I was thinking about getting involved with um, after school programming. Uh, it was just during that time where I was, um, I saw the need for investing in the youth. And um, not just any youth, but a, a community that I was close with. And I knew that the Boys and Girls Club was hiring at, in Muncie during that time. Also, I was dating at the time, too, and, and the woman I was dating, she, um, she was living in Muncie and uh, finishing up her, her year there. So I was like, well, okay, I'll stick around. It'll help us get to know each other better. Uh, we ended up breaking up, and I'm like, well, I'm here now, so <laughs> I might as well <laughs> make the most of it. Dragged and, in by a woman. Look at that. Yeah. It, hey, man, sometimes you take it. <laughs> uh, that's what happens. You know. But, um, yeah, I did my year at the Boys and Girls Club. Loved it. It taught me a lot about the Muncie community um, just because I spent four years as a student, right? And so four years as a student living on campus is very different from what you see within the Muncie community, right? Downtown, yep. south side. Um, and so they're kind of like, it seems like separate entities um, when they should be working a lot more together. And so I got to experience and see the pros and cons of living in a college town. After that, I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm kind of liking it here in Muncie. And, um, you know, there's a guy that I knew who, who planted a church, and I decided to be a part of that, too. So that kept me around for another year, which is the one we're currently <laughs> living in right now. <laughs> but I love it, man. It's a, it's a really great small city. It's the people there. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I grew up there. I, I'm, I was born in Muncie and raised there, so mm-hmm. I know all about it. I lived on the south side, so. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Um, you, um, when you started doing music, what, what made you get into it? Where, where did that happen? 
it all started because my dad was creating hip-hop before I was and um, my family's very musical uh, in particular they love soul like I grew up listening to a lot of soul grew up listening to hip-hop R&B like, it was those main three uh, genres of music um, because my dad was inspired by those genres like he grew up listening to that and so imagine like a smaller version of me sitting in the car seat uh, and I always say this but like I remember the days where I was in a car seat listening to Master P with my dad oh wow okay don't know if I should have been at that time but <laughs> yeah I got a lot from that um, but it's a culture that my my father grew up on it was uh, the music in in hard times that made him feel good and eventually he started making hip-hop so when we moved to the south side um, not too far from here uh, him and my grandfather built the studio in their garage and so I got to see them literally construct this thing um, frame by frame glass wall by glass wall and so if you can imagine just like in a small garage maybe like an eighth of that being turned into a studio one room is for where you mix and engineer the other room the microphones hanging from the ceiling and that's where you record and um, I got to watch him uh, go about the creative process he made beats he uh, recorded his own lyrics and he learned from other guys who was making hip-hop in the indie scene so at this time my dad's huge in the gangster rap so stop for just one moment uh -huh. on that. When you say making beats, uh, for people that, you know, I mean, I, I'm aware, but some of my audience may not be, <laughs> that, that, that making beats is all about you guys putting together the musical track that goes under yeah. whatever uh, hip-hop song you're doing. So right. while that sounds like beats, like you're just beat, doing drums, <laughs> there's a lot more to it than that, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking uh, a MPC pad. So if you imagine, like, this box-shaped figure, it's got these pads that are sensitive when you touch them, sound comes out, and even a small little keyboard on the side with some knobs here and there. He would use one of those to make beats. Right. Um, but so you, you can, can also put in things that sound like pianos and horns yeah. and whatever you want, as, low, as well as beat on them for drums. Yep. And all that. It's fascinating, man. I, and I remember seeing that and just wondering, like, how does this thing work? Right, because you know? you're making electronic music, which is like you know, different from you know, when you see somebody strumming a guitar. You go, okay, I kind of yeah. see what's happening, yeah. you know. But when they're making, you know, a lot of the electronic <laughs> stuff, it's like a cloaked, mm -hmm. you know, what, what's going on? How do they do that? Yeah, right. right. Spot on, man. And uh, he started getting really good at it, just practicing and honing in on that on that craft. Um, so, you know, he's around guys who are helping him pursue that and. Again, he was in the, in the like heavy in the gangster rap during that time. So, the things that he was talking about in his music were the things that he was actually living out. Where um, started to see how drugs was affecting his life, like to the point to where he was selling and using it, and um, how that started creating um, violent behaviors in the household. So, literally, he would um, he would be at home one week and then he would be gone for another week. So. You know, it's this music where you can hear the things that he's talking about, and when he's away, it's like, oh, okay, like, that's the stuff that he's mentioned in the songs that he's on the streets living out right now. 
So I saw that although this was something he enjoyed, it it began to pull the, the family apart. So it's my mom, my dad, me, and um, three other siblings. And yeah, we just begin to see that, that tension rise just because, you know, he was living this life that that um, started to tear the family apart. So eventually, you know, all while this is going on, like my parents are both sincere about their faith, <coughs> which makes you wonder, like, how can he be sincere about his faith? And he's like, not even living it out. And I think that's uh, a thing that a lot of people wrestle with, being able to have that integrity where you, you want to grow in your walk with, with God and taking the steps to do that aren't always instantaneous. So for my dad, that was facing a lot of conviction with, with his inner demons and trying to walk with God. Um, eventually, some uh, other hip hop artists come and live life with them. They're not only making music, but they're caring for him. And um, these are what you would call Christian hip hop artists. <laughs> and um, you know, they're rapping about their, their past lives and um, how God has helped them um, reshape that, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the, the power of the cross and the grace of Christ being the thing that compels them to, to change their lives, to turn that around. And so that starts to affect my dad too. So now he goes from straight up gangster rap to Christian rap. And does that 180, his songs change, his deliveries change, the venues change. Now I can actually go to these shows. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm still, at this point, I'm, I'm eight. So what's um, his name? Uh, Chris. His name's Chris, Chris too. Chris Mack also? Uh, Chris Downs, there's a story behind that. That's okay. Yeah, he's my biological dad. It's just my birth certificate got messed up. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, funny, it's man. All right. Yeah, but um, yeah, Chris, he went by CMD, Chris Macdowns, um, Christ Minister and Disciple, and yeah. So at this point, you know, I'm eight, I'm eight years old. I'm seeing him, you know, make music, starting to see his life change. It's kind of like a three-year period where, you know, now I'm 11 and I'm actually going to the shows that my dad's performing at. And I'm like, yo, I want to try my hand at this too. Um, so then 11 years old, fifth grade, I start writing music. And um, the rest just took off, man. He, he saw that. And, you know, one of my brothers was writing music during that time too. So we, we, we formed a group called SOG, Sons of God. <laughs> and he was kind of like the, uh, the Diddy, the P Diddy, if you will, of like all <laughs> musical acts where he's like, okay, let me see what you got, you know? He, um, he wrote our first song. So our very first song that we recorded was Ghost Written. <laughs> and um, after that, we started writing our own lyrics. We started performing at block parties, at churches. Um, and other music venues. And from that point on, I, I got to see how music was a great resource to build sincere dialogue with people. It fosters dialogue, and it fosters, with that dialogue comes, you know, what people believe in, what they're passionate about, and uh, what they want to do as they live life. And so I've, I've kind of matured in seeing music as more than this, um, 
as a, you know, being famous or just sharing my talents for people to have their eyes set on me, but it turned into a, let me use this as a means of something greater to get to know people and to tell stories and talk about experiences that may actually matter and connect with somebody. Oh, I like that. That's great. Um, so, uh, what what uh, have you been working on putting out there in the world, music-wise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, records and stuff we want to make sure you get uh, oh, plugged for sure i mean even before i got here i was in a in a meeting with uh some friends a few of them are here now and we uh just <laughs> we got a chance to laugh at some of my older stuff it, you know when when you start making music and, and you start listening to the things that like oh eight years later i kind of cringe when i hear that <laughs> so sure <laughs> yeah uh fifth grade me and my brother started putting out albums. We put out two. And um, then after those albums, I started putting out solo material. Uh, my most recent project being Dear Journal. Um, I released that on my birthday, January 23rd, two years ago. And that's an album all about transparency to um, help people get to know me better. Um, as a man of faith, what are the things that I still wrestle with? How can someone who believes in God listen to this album and say, okay, like, this, this encourages me? And someone who might not believe in God to listen to it and to ask themselves, okay, like, he's still a flawed human being, but he's got something that he's looking towards that's helping spur him on and growing in his faith and growing in his character and caring for other people. All right. Yeah. So other than that, I'm I'm working on a few projects now. Um, well, they're in the works. They're I, in the I, works. I you had a new video come out not long ago. Uh-huh. I watched and I really liked it. Uh, I can't remember the name of it at the moment. Um, cowbells. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one on the farm. Yeah. 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 So I've been doing monthly music videos. Um, I didn't release one for June, but I have one for uh, March, April, and May. And the idea was just to continuously release visuals. We're in such an industry now where people not only want to hear things, but they want to see you doing things as well. They want to see the process behind uh, the creative process. And so even with those music videos, there's behind the scene videos that people can see how they were pieced together and what it took to get to that point. Clearly, I can't make a a great music video unless I got someone else who's doing that. And luckily I got some great friends who are passionate about visuals and uh, wanted to help me with those videos. All right, well let's get some performing going because we need some music happening. Sounds good, man. Thanks for coming on Moonshine and Music. Chris Mack is here. We got some music coming right up. Thank you very much. Right on, man. On the next episode of Moonshine and Music, Mariah Haven and Mike Crook from Crook's Cabin which is a little podcast based in Western Ohio, are going to be here. And we're going to get, do a little interview with them, and they're going to play some of their great tunes.
of um, uh, Need to Breathe, this song was inspired by them. They have a, ver a version called Be Here Long. And I made it for a conference talking about how the time that we have on Earth is a speck in comparison, in comparison to where we could spend in eternity. So the question is, with the 100 plus or less years that we have here, what do you choose to do with your time? This song is called Be Here Long. Close my eyes and think of you Go to sleep, dream of you But we don't get to be here long And we don't get to be here long And I gave you the best of me Loved you more than anything But we don't get to be here long we don't get to be here And I said the speck of time The speck of time, the speck of time, the speck of time My life is but a speck of time Guaranteed, when mama signed my name upon the dotted line The moment that I entered in this world My life was losing time And every season has its purpose, don't it? And every day will have an expiration to upholding There will be some human beings In abandoned dreams There will be given life And people who don't want it Yeah, now who want it? It's vanity, vanity, yeah A fleeting moment, who cares? See, there ain't much time to spare These tires reach their bare I'm on my last leg with this life, man I swear, more than often These four small white walls where I stare And think about my purpose Like, is it worth it? Like, do I have the time to serve an endless God If I don't hold tomorrow Is it worth the fight to see it Should I sacrificially love another Or should I survive Now who won't it It's vanity, vanity, yeah A bleeding moment, who cares But try to live it long if you dare I promise you won't get nowhere It sounds hopeless in the end Like all your efforts don't fare And it's sitting low, Richter scale Made no impact right here Vanity, vanity, yeah You think your time here is unfair You done good but you lost your will and now you feel neutral and you in a lovely fam A nice spouse with a nice fence With a nice dog with a nice land With a nice job and a nice whip So live it while you can Show a lack of urgency Our human race will show a lack of urgency Unpurposely see We don't get to be here long Eat, drink and be merry Live like there's no consequence Or there's no ground to be buried in or could we see that death is actually a friend? That he gives a sense of urgency till we reach the end. And know that we can live a life of purpose when we begin. And know that there's a greater being reaching out for your hands. Hands up. A lot of hair full around here. A lot of hair full around here. A lot of smoke rising in the air. It takes shape and it disappears. So why you can't better strive for it? I'd like to live that you would die for. The people you would lay your life for. And represent the blood of Christ for it. Did you ever think to yourself? That I'm a vessel from above That you're an example of love That God is more than enough You got a speck of time Change the world one at a time Even out somebody's eyes Show the glory of our God 
and a lot of clarity around here. A lot of clarity around here. A brief moment in time and a whole eternity ahead. You're immortal, living on this planet, giving you the passion, healing with his image. You're a millennial, a scholar, and a changer. Offer love to all of your neighbors. Be a steward of what you have. I'm willing to second that. I'm willing to have your back. I look forward from the past. Lord, I gave you the best of me. I loved you more than anything. But we don't get to be here long. So here's my everything. As we go into this next song, I need y'all to say this one thing with me. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. My bad, I realized I had that on repeat. We're not gonna do that song again. <laughs> and, and the reason why I made this song here is it can sound very boastful when you hear it initially, but within the verses, there's something that lies greater than myself. In fact, in comparison, I would be a zero. You know what I'm saying? I say 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. I can't even get myself a letter, meaning a reference to being a high school athlete with no letter on your jacket. It's like J JV in comparison to a varsity player. And the person I'm talking about is God himself. Let's talk about his greatness and how low I am, but how great of a thing that is. So let's get into this track and I need y'all to do that chant with me, okay? Yeah. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Said I can't even get myself a letter, nah. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Said I can't even get myself a letter. I'm the problem that Jesus saw. Music equates to nothing unless my father's involved. Lyrics amount to rubbish if I don't follow my walk and my talking silence if I am not loving people at all. Plows to the running pow, truth letting off the rounds. Proof is what's in the ground for this glory. I'm using sounds, the waves that the sea will bring. Water's the greatest element. Check out my elegance, sipping this beverage. This is the end of this road. They want killing this with a pencil, with an instrument, so with the info. Gotta get cases of the basics. I'm a craftsman, I'm a blacksmith. They won't trap in no crap. See, the back and cheese with this action. Rather get about a cab, but I will eat the real and fat and sad. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Said I can't even get myself a letter, no. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Y'all got it. 10 out of 10, there ain't nothing better. Said I am an infant, I'm a kid, I am an adolescent. Many things I've learned out of most of the most, but I split with a sense of the pressure, but comes even small when I see it. Why did I mean? You went on right with the sin. Ten out of ten, he is perfect. The highest above is the highest on surface. Even like calves in the water, we don't even know how to swim. This man told me to paddle. Another man said, try again. I'm sinking. I need a savior. I probably won't even live. Did the captain pull me from under, told me to get back in. But I am a tree, I'm a plant DC. How do I do it with a word and a beat? Try to give you substance, fancy to me. It'll mean your teeth will always sink. We're way better when we talk off stage and I walk that. Pretty word made on me, get him off that. I ain't trying to let the world take my soul when I'm living right here. And I ain't even home. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Said I can't even get myself a letter. Nah. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 
Well, it's been a fun musical journey. And um, Jay, I want to thank you for the interview, man. You guys got a chance to hear a little bit of my story as I pursue the, the arts, you know, the musical arts. And um, I got a chance to, to, to live life close to, to my boy over here, um, LJ. Not my boy as in my son, but as my friend. <laughs> I don't have a son. But uh, we've been pursuing and uh, going after our artistic endeavors. Alvin's been doing the same too. And um, we've had to learn a lot just about, you know, numbers and, and finances and all, all the, the good things that you love when you're making music. It's a business. It really is a business. And so even with the things you don't like, there are components that you love. And I didn't want to spend my life wondering, you know, if I just went for the music, you know, last thing I want is, it's 20 years from now, if I just went from the, for the music, what would have happened? What would have happened if I gave it a shot? And so I think one piece of success for me is knowing that even if I'm not doing this a year from now, actually, no, I'll take that back. All right, we'll say five years from now. At least I can say I tried. <laughs> if it's a year from now, there's probably something wrong. You gotta, you gotta check me if it's a year from now and I'm not doing music. It better be good reasons why I'm not doing it. So I made this song called Wonder, and I asked that question. And it's a question that you guys can ask with your passions. If you're not doing it, will you spend the rest of your life wondering? And so this hook is a question. Will you wonder for the rest of your life? It's that easy, that simple. Let's go ahead and get into it. So y'all know that hook, right? And this song's real chill. So we're gonna wave our hands side to side like this. So let's go ahead and warm that up. Simple gesture. <laughs> He's chilling. He's chilling. <laughs> Said it's too hot out here. Will you wonder for the rest of your life? Will you wonder for the rest of your life? I wonder what I'll ever do with my life. And how much longer will I give up my nights? Will you wonder for the rest of your life? Will you wonder for the rest of your life? I wonder what I'll ever do with my life. And how much longer will I give up my nights? Now you can follow all along, but please don't go with the hype. It's been a little more than 12 years watching Pops with a mic. They say that we a couple leggings and we cheesing alike. And snapping on them dirty sounds until the end of the night. Apart from God, I can't do nothing, so I dress with the mind. Back at the 
same Me and my roommate alternate the shifts I work with LJ I choose to give this year a shot So I drive in my lane I'm trying different models This industry isn't the same I got no pounds to hold me down Now I'm taking a risk To keep my talents out the ground It's something I cannot risk As I get older I don't want to wish for something like this It's time to pray and execute and build Bit by bit So I don't wonder what you wanna for the rest of your life. Hands up, hands up. Will you wonder for the rest of your life? I wonder what I'll ever do with my life. And how much longer will I give up my nights? Now will you wonder for the rest of your life? Now will you wonder for the rest of your life? I wonder what I'll ever do with my nights. And how much longer will I give up my nights? Gotta, 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 gotta
quotes or corporate videos done or you know some website consulting whatever it is eat new media is there for you go to eatnewmedia.com hey Come and check in with us every week. We're here every Sunday. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and all that stuff and leave us some comments. Talk to us. Tell us what you like and don't like about the show. We only have four more episodes left in the first season and then we're going to change things up a little bit. Your suggestions are going to drive some of that. So please, please, please leave us anything uh, in the way of comments. We really appreciate that. Anyway, um, I don't have any shows for a little while. I'm on hiatus, so there's nothing to pimp pimp out, uh, prop up, talk about, uh, except next week's show, which is going to have Mariah Haven and Mike Crook on it from Crook's Cabin. Please, please come and check in and, um, and, and check out the show. It'll be really good. They're, uh, they're some really fine and nice folks, and I'm sure you'll enjoy them. So come on back next week. Also, check out some back episodes, and we'll see you next time right here on Moonshine and Music. Moonshine and Music is a presentation of Eat New Media in association with Not Less Entertainment. Producers for today's program are Brandon Lay and Joe Shelton. Be sure to join us next time on Moonshine and Music.